Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? Thanks again for tuning in with me for another week of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Listen, today we have a very, very special guest. But before we get into our guest, like always, you guys know I always like to take a few quick moments in the beginning of every episode just to give God some thanks because I believe that without him, none of this would be possible. So I just pray that somebody out there listening today is going to be encouraged, inspired by the fire nuggets that we are going to drop today with our special guest. So I hope you guys are ready. Hold on to your seats. We are going to go for an amazing ride today with our guest. And uh, today we're hanging out with a very special person. Like I said, she is a multifamily real estate portfolio owner and manager of over $330 million in multifamily real estate. Amazing woman entrepreneur and your ultimate resource to learning the fundamentals of getting started in multifamily real estate. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us today none other than Sophia Castro. How are you doing, Sophia? Hi, Jose. First, thank you so much for inviting me into your podcast. You've always been super inspirational to me since I met you at the 10X and uh, love what you do. And it's so awesome that you're able to inspire others the way you do. So thank you for having me on your show. Well, thank you so much. And I'm, and I'm listening. I'm super excited for our listeners out there today because they're in for a real treat. You know, there's not a there's not a there's not a whole lot of you know amazing I mean there there are a lot of them let me not say that there are a lot of them but there's 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 a there's a rise and growing women entrepreneurs out there right a lot of times they 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 get overshadowed by the males because they've been doing it for so longer but then we have yourself who comes out and is just this just like shining light radiant out there doing amazing things making massive impact and showing others how to continue winning as well so I know that, uh, oh, and for those of you that, that are listening as well, this is also, by the way, if you recognize the last name, this is Bobby Castro's amazing wife. Uh, and you heard his podcast a few weeks ago. So if you love that one, this one is going to be even more amazing because you already know that besides every great man, there's a, there's a great woman by his side. So when I was talking with Bobby, he told me that you had an amazing story as well, which, 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 which was what triggered me to ask him ask you to come on to the show so i know that you have a powerful story of winning and overcoming so before we get into the nitty-gritty of things just take us back to your younger years and how that all played into who you are today yes so me and bobby have a very similar um background and we didn't even know each other back then i dropped out after 10th grade uh just because i had dyslexia reading comprehension and teachers didn't really ever diagnosed me, didn't, I didn't even know what that was. And I loved math and I was kept on failing math. And um, I didn't want to keep on going because every time I would go to school, I was failing class. And in my 10th grade, um, they told me I was going to have to do summer school and day school to be able to continue on with my 10th grade to move on to 11th. And I said, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm, I want to get into business. I want to do something more than just school. I talked to my parents and they told me, well, if you're going to go to work, go learn. You have to go and do something. So I went and uh, dropped out 
and started a computer school to learn technology because back then that was back in, I don't know, 1985 or something like that, 86. And um, they said, uh, you got to learn something. So I started learning computers and I started working both at the same time to learn technology that was just coming into play. And um, doing so, I met Bobby, uh, maybe like, I don't know, six months into this, I met Bobby. <laughs> and um, Bobby was a entrepreneur already, had so much going for himself. Um, back then he had nothing though. He just had dreams and goals that he knew that he wanted to get to. And he told me, well, why don't we just do this together? And I really looked at him a little bit. I'm like, okay, this is a little crazy. You know, we don't know each other too well, but why not? Let's take a ride and see where it goes. We both had goals and wanted to get somewhere in life. And uh, we just uh, went ahead and we met and got together and went into business right away, basically, um, which a lot of them failed. Uh, not that we were successful from day one. Uh, we went into it. We got pregnant really soon, <laughs> uh, like six months after we met, uh, we got pregnant. So at that point, we were like, okay, now we really need to get going and we need to really know where we're going to do and have goals because now we have a baby. We have no money. We have no place to live. And we had a place to live. We had our parents, but I'm saying a place of our own. Yeah. We didn't have any kind of uh, direction. So we both got together and um, went into a business that Bobby had in mind. And of course it failed because, you know, we were just beginners. We're very little money. Didn't have a lot of information about business, but we just did it. We had a dream. We had a goal. We said, let's go for it. Um, luckily, we continued to be go-getters and entrepreneurs. And we kept on going until we finally got a business that we were able to learn, get more knowledge in the business. And we were able to take that business, which is uh, today's Bankers Healthcare Group, which we were able to take it from our apartment building, an uh, apartment, um, two bedroom apartment that we lived in. Yeah. Uh, we started it there where I, at night, uh, during the day, used to work at a doctor's office uh, with ultrasound. And he used to stay at home with our daughter and watch her and get business. You know, he would be on the phone calling, uh, it was equipment leasing. So yeah. he used to call, you know, the vendors and the end users if they needed, you know, business, um, leasing equipment. And we were brokers. At night, back then, there was no computers. We had typewriters. So I used to get home and Bobby hates to type and technology or whatever. He hated it. So I used to get home at night and uh, do all the faxes on the typewriter and then fax them out to all his potential uh, business that he was going to be getting. So we did that for about a year and a half until the business actually took off a little bit. We got a little bit, you know, our first like $10,000 and we thought, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> so I was able to let go of my day job and work with him full time. So um, we really got that business going. And uh, today that business is, you know, doing billions in revenue. Uh, which we just literally got bought out, which I'm sure he said it on your podcast last time. Yeah. Um, we just literally got bought out of our shares uh, because we wanted to do a little bit more venturing into real estate and more of uh, Bobby wanting to do more of his mentoring and uh, motivational speaking and wanted to just do our own thing. And the business is doing amazing. His brother is still involved and we got that business to being very successful. Uh, part of it was big part was Bobby's um, sales 
salesmanship that and leadership in that business and his other two business partners that were amazing, Albert and Eddie and uh, Albert and Eric were awesome and they're still in the business, but that business was amazing. But in between that, like at 2003, we started dabbling into multifamily, which was condo conversion. Um, we didn't know much about it and we went into it anyways and we failed. Um, so we learned a huge lesson because we did, we went in big, instead of going in small, we went in really big. We went in with like $78 million in wow. acquisitions for condo conversion with zero knowledge. Wow. So we failed. And with that failure, what we learned and what we took from that failure was that multifamily rentals were the place to be. Mm. When the condo conversion in the world fell apart, the units that we had to stay stuck with because we couldn't sell them, uh, we put them up for rent. And we saw that we were getting rental income, even though they weren't covering our debt, but we were getting something out of it. So we were like, oh my God, wait a minute. Even on the downfall of the market, rentals are still going strong, even though they're not as, you know, the rents weren't as big as they are now, yeah. but they were still giving us you know, revenue. They were so giving us an NOI that people on a downfall market, live, right? I'm sorry. Because people still need a place to live. They need a place to live no matter what. So what we took from that was learning that, you know, the multifamily was where we wanted to be in real estate. Yeah, yeah. So in we we were able to sell off a lot of our condo conversion in 2006. Uh, losing, we would come to the closing table with money, uh, but we didn't want our credit to get bad, and we didn't want to, be, you know, let our lenders down. So that was our name, our credit, our everything. If we would let that down, we would never be able to be in business. So we were like, whatever we need to do, and thank God for BHG that it was producing, you know, huge amount of money for us, and we were able to support that negative in the rental. I mean, in the condo conversion. Yeah. So. We waited a little bit, sold off a, uh, a bunch of the buildings that were not doing anything for us. And um, we stayed with like two big buildings and those were producing, you know, income for us, yeah. uh, rental income. Um, so what we did was kept those and, and let it go. And then in 2011, um, we decided that we were going to go back in and go back in like uh, by ourselves with just Bobby, myself, and my daughter, Priscilla, which at the time, she was only like 21 years old and didn't want to stay in college and wanted to do something. And I said, well, you're going to come into business with us and go into real estate because that's... So she did. And we bought... We didn't go into multifamily. We bought um, single family rentals. Okay. Um, and we ended up buying like probably about 16 of them. And um, after that, we said, you know what? What are we doing? Let's just go back into multifamily. This is, you know... A little one here, a little one there. We had a maintenance guy driving everywhere. So, uh, 2012, we started buying garden apartments, and um, we bought 23 garden apartments throughout Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach County. 23. Um, and we self-managed. Oh. There were, you know, we were buying 10, 10 units, you know, five units, 20 units. You know, they went anywhere from four all the way up to like. 36, I believe. So we were buying very small, um, trying to really get the knowledge of multifamily 
yeah. really, you know, learning it from A through Z and managing it ourselves. Yeah. We didn't want to do the mistake that we did last time that we jumped in big with no knowledge. So, so that's one yeah. advice that I give everybody out there, man. Make sure this business of multifamily is amazing. You know, your residual income is awesome, but you do need to know what you're doing because you could fail and fail, you know, you big. It's so, yeah. you know, get knowledge before you get into multifamily, but it's amazing. It's done amazing for our family and we're continuing to grow and I don't think we'll ever stop at this point now. This is going to be like a generational business for our family. That's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that I'm always saying is that you don't know what you don't know, right? And sometimes, you know, you, you learn by trial and error or, or you find out by somebody like such as yourself who, who are helping other people to win, you get that knowledge and you, and you give them that knowledge. But just for those of you that are listening, I just want to take a couple of nuggets from what Sophia just mentioned. Because you may be listening and to her story and it sounds amazing. You know, she's a high school dropout. <clears throat> but what she said was that her and Bobby had a dream. They had dream, they had goals and their ambitions. They didn't know how they were going to get there. They didn't know what it looked like. Or maybe they had a vision of what it looked like, but they didn't know what the process was going to look like. But they knew they had a dream. They had, they, had, they had passion, they had drive, and they did it together. And one of the things that I want you guys to take away is that she mentioned that they failed several times, but they kept getting back up. They kept moving forward. They kept getting more information. And one of the things that you and Bobby are always talking about that I hear because I follow you guys is, is, is get more information, get more information, get more information. Because yeah, and I, and I keep on saying it because that was what I learned most from our failures was that we never had enough knowledge in the industry for us to really move forward. So always, I know Bobby always says this, so start where you're at. You know, people that want to start in, in multifamily, start with a duplex. You don't need to go huge at the beginning. You know, sometimes people say, oh, but I have the money. Okay, you have the money, but you don't have the knowledge. Yeah. So make sure you have the knowledge. And the ones that don't have the money, get the knowledge first and start stacking so that when you have the full knowledge, you're able to get off that ground running. So, you know, knowledge Stack, huh? is huge. Stack and rack, huh? Stack and rack, yep. <laughs> and the stacking, you have to take it slow. And the racking, you know, racking could be two things, your knowledge and your investment. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you could stack, but then you have to stop a minute, get a little bit more knowledge to be able to take it to that next level. So that, you know, the stacking, the racking, you need them both, you know? So the, I, love that. That. I love that because, you know, I love that you mentioned you have, you know, racking can mean two things. It can mean your investments, but also your information. And I love the fact that you're saying like, start with where you're at. Like if you don't have the money, that's okay, but at least get the information, get the knowledge. You know, we have Google, we have YouTube. There's so much information out there. So get the information first so that as you're saving to get that money, once you get it, now you know a little bit. Now you could start running as soon as you have it. You could run instead of having to crawl. You know, and um, I have a lot, a lot of people that come up to me and say, how do I start? How do I start? You know, I'm like, you need to start getting knowledge. Learn the, you know, terminologies inside the multifamily. You know, learn what NOIs mean. Start learning what, you know, short-term hold, long-term hold, you know, 
and everything. And there's so many things to learn. Your due diligence, when you're going to do the diligence on a property, if you don't learn how to do the diligence, trust me, there you will fail. And it's happened to me, again, mm -hmm. even after 2006. In 2011, when I started buying, I thought the diligence was, oh, I'll just do, you know, the minimum, the diligence. It's okay. I don't mind. It's multifamily. I'm going to rent it anyways. I'm going to, and I had huge, huge problems when I didn't do a proper due diligence because I, again, I thought I had the knowledge, but I really didn't get the full on knowledge of learning it from A through Z. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was in business. I was an entrepreneur. I had the money. So I was, oh, I could do this. I could do this. You know, luckily I did have the money to back me up on my due diligence when I did have, you know, a little uh, hiccup there, like a plumbing issue yeah. on a plumbing issue on an apartment building. It could be some big money that you're going to have to ditch yeah. out. And if you don't have that cushion there for any kind of mishaps that could happen, you're in trouble. Yeah. Now you could lose your property because if you have a big pro uh, plumbing problem, how are your tenants going to live in the units? They're going to walk out on you. Now you have all this vacancy and no money to fix your pro the problem. So guys, that's another big uh, thing to take notes of is that when you're going to buy a property, don't only worry about your down payment. You got to worry about a cushion. You know, I always like to say, take 10% and leave it in a reserve account just for mishaps that you have no clue of what could happen. Yeah. And that's powerful because like you said, then, you know, when the, when the tenants hit the road, then there's no money coming in either at all. So it's like, you're yep. and the reality is Sophia is that most people, they, they, they're not as they, they're, they don't have, they don't have that cushion. They don't have that. No. And, 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 you know, in the reserve or in the bank account. So when those things happen, it's tough. So that 10% listen, guys, she's dropping valuable nuggets. She yep. dropped a couple of words. She said, NOIs, short-term hold, long-term hold. She's dropping nuggets for you guys. So you guys got to do your homework and do your own due diligence and listen to the words that she's saying and go Google them, YouTube them and look to, and look and look them up, especially if you're looking into getting into multifamily homes, uh, real estate. One of the things that I, that, that I want to mention to you guys also is listen, because it just popped into my head. I met Bobby probably a little more than three years ago at the 10 X him and his wife. And after 10X, I went on social media. I couldn't find Bobby anywhere on social media because he was building, you know, you guys were building a business. But I did find his wife. I did find you, Sophia. And I messaged her. And I want to let you guys know about dreams and goals and ambitions. Listen, I've been chasing Bobby and Sophia down for more than a year or, or a year and a half, maybe even two. I've been inboxing them back and forth. She's been kind of communicating with me. But I never stopped. I never stopped. You know, some time would go by, I would reach out and say, hey, just want to check in. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, you know, when can I get on a phone call with you guys? And it took over a year and a half, maybe two years to get a hold of them. And I'm just so excited because I get, I get both of them back. To, <laughs> I, get, I got both of you back to back. So this is, I'm just so excited. So I just wanted to mention that to you guys because she's been talking about goals and dreams and chasing them and failing and, and not giving up and, and, and just the fact that I'm on the phone on, on this episode with her and on the phone with her right now is just a testament of going after your dreams, going after your goals and ambitions and not giving up, you know, because things happen, people are busy, but you have to be persistent and you have to persevere because persevering always, always wins. And one of the things always. that I admire about uh, you and Bobby, Sophia, is that you're both so down to earth, you know, 
And, and you know, because the reality is, you know, sometimes when people get a little money, they get a little funny too, right? That's, that's, the re that's the reality. How have you been able to stay grounded, both of you and your family? How have you been able to stay grounded and stay real to your true self? You know, um, Bobby and myself have always been very grounded because we come from a very, uh, I don't want to say like poor, but a very low income family. Yeah. And we struggled and we had nothing. We don't come, nobody gave us the money. We didn't have a mentor. Uh, we didn't have any of that. It was basically just Bobby and myself having a goal, having a dream, wanting to achieve more for our kids that, and we wanted more for ourselves. And, uh, you know, we always said the day we make it, we always want to give back. And, um, that's something that will always stay with me. I don't, you know, I don't feel like I'm rich. I don't feel like I'm better than anybody. I don't feel to me, it's like, you know, I, I keep on working every day. Everybody, when we bought out, when we got bought out from a BHG, oh, you guys are going to have a great retirement. And I look at people, I'm like, retired? Are you kidding me? I'm working harder than ever. I'm looking to get bigger than ever. Me right now, I want to make uh, Ortsac Capital Group bigger than Bankers Healthcare Group. You know, we did it with Bankers Healthcare Group. Now we're looking to do it with the Ortsac Capital Group. And I'm looking, I, I'm nowhere near done. I'm like, you know, and I want to teach others. Um, one of the things I'm, in next year in 2020 that I'm going to be doing, um, I'm going to be doing my own podcast um, and I'm going to be teaching beginners how to get into multifamily. Um, and it's going to be called Multifamily Fortunes. Um, so I'm going to be mentoring uh, anyone that wants to get into multifamily and I'll teach them. I love that. I love to, you know, if I could do it, anybody could do it too. You know, we, me and Bobby, we were both high school dropouts. We didn't go to college. We did it on our own with zero dollars. Um, my mom actually lent us $1,800 to start the broker business, um, which today is a huge uh, company. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel, I don't like to be that person that, oh, you can't talk to me because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur that's made it in life. And no, not at all. I love to be, I'm a person people. I'm like, I love to help. I, if I could mentor people, if I could help them get their goals and have dreams and learn how to have a dream. Because a lot of people say, oh, but how do you have a dream? If I don't have money, I don't know how to do it. I mean, we didn't either. You could do it. It's a matter of wanting, you know, That's right. uh, per persevering. Like you said, it's just a matter of wanting to do. So me um, not letting it get to my head, I would never let that. It, it's not me. And it, Bobby, by no means either. You know, we just don't have that personality and I, we will never have it. So we'll yeah. always be humble and know where we came from and that. And we would love to inspire others to do the same. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, that's the reason why I started my podcast, the I Won't Stop Until I Win podcast, because you guys didn't stop until you until you won. And, and you're still winning. There's like, there's no end. It's like, you, 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 listen, these guys are both high school dropouts. For those of you that are listening, high, from high school dropouts to over a billion dollars in assets and revenue. These guys are making it big, but they started out with no money and all they had was each other and a dream each other and a dream. And listen, I'm really big on teamwork makes the dream work because 
you know, with, 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 with the way my wife and I have to live with being in a wheelchair and everything that we have to go through, it really takes a team and our children, it takes a team, which leads into my next question. So there's so much I want to talk to you about because it's like when you get when you get a hold of somebody like you, you just want to go all in and get all the information. So guys, listen, I hope you're taking notes and replay this and replay this and share it with your friends, your family, and everybody else that you know who has a dream and does just doesn't know how to get started or wants to get into real estate and doesn't know how to get started because uh, Bobby and Sophia in 2020, they're going to be doing so, so, so many amazing things with giving back and helping other people win and succeed because like she said, she knows where she came from and if she can help other people come up and find out what their dream is and how to get to where they want to go, that's what they want to do. And that's why I love bringing people like Sophia and Bobby on the show. But I know that you're really big on family. I know that you guys are really big on family and you have children and you even have beautiful grandchildren. How yes. difficult was it uh, for you to grow up, to grow your business and your family at the same time? You know, um, that's a great question. And I love to talk about this because uh, the women out there, even if you're a mom, you know, a wife, um, it was difficult at the very beginning. Have, I was 19 years old when I had my baby. Um, I didn't even know how to really take care of her well. And then I was trying to be an entrepreneur at the same time. Um, you know, I had family. My mom was there. Bobby's mom was there to help. Um, I just didn't let that stop me. I would bring my daughter to the office with me on a daily basis until she went to school. She had a little playpen. Uh, I would bring her. I just didn't let that hold me back. That's because right. if I would allow that to hold me back, I was going to hold her back in life. Mm -hmm. So... My kids, both of our kids, were raised in our office. And today, they both work for us. Uh, my daughter now has opened her own uh, fashion line and maternity um, a shoe line that she's taking out, which, you know, she's no longer in the multifamily, but she is in the office with us. But now she's inspired to do something of her own. But both of them have come out to be entrepreneurs, just like us. So ladies out there, just because your moms don't mean that you can't live out your dreams, your goals, they, it'll benefit your kids in the long run. Yeah, do you miss out in a little bit of uh, spending the daytime or going to their school events or going to their games if they're in sports? Sometimes I did, I'm not gonna lie. I did miss out in some of those events, but I would try to balance myself where I would make it to the very important things for my kids, but then I knew that business was also important. So I had a perfect balance and I just didn't let that interrupt me. My mother and Bobby's mom, like I said, were very involved and they would attend to their events for us, which is just like if we would be there. Um, but you know, that's not an excuse, Jose. I don't know. I just, I think you could balance it. Everybody yeah. is able to balance, you know, being an entrepreneur or working at a place that you really love and doing your best and still being a parent. And you know, you know that's, that's, that's why I asked you that question because I think it's such an important question because you find these young girls that get pregnant at a young age, you know, you got pregnant at 19, but nowadays there's girls that are getting pregnant at 16, 17, sometimes even younger than that. And I want you guys to listen. Like if any of you guys are listening out there and you have children, let them listen to this podcast. Let them listen to, you know, or, or if you have children who had children young, or maybe you had your child young and you had a dream and you kind of gave up on it because you figured like, oh, I had a kid that kind of messed me up a little bit and now I can't go and chase my dreams. I want to let you guys know, listen to this podcast over and over. Share with your friends because you're listening to someone 
who has been there and who has done that and has become successful. And like she said, she didn't let that stop her. She brought you, you know, you brought, you brought your daughter and your son with you to the office, with you in the playpen. And you didn't let that stop you from chasing your dreams. So if somebody's out there listening, I want to let you know, don't let, you know, what you may think is a setback stop you from a comeback and keep on going forward. And I love that about you guys. So, you know, Sophia, I know a lot of times, you know, we throw these numbers out there, multi-million dollars and billionaires and, and, and all of these things, right? And people, they really, they forget really quick about, about the work that, that had to be done behind the scenes. Like you, you know, going on these trips, Bobby shared with me that you guys are going on a two month or three month vacation, right? Like who does that? <laughs> right? Yep, it's an epic trip that we've been planning for 20 years. <laughs> right, but nobody sees the 20 years of work that you guys have been putting in to be able to, to be able to finally do something like this. So I know a lot of times people see people like you and Bobby and they're like, man, these, these people made it. They're so big and they're so rich. Like, how do they do it? How did they do it? How do they continue to do it? So I always like to ask this question to all of my guests. So what is a typical, cause I know a lot of people listening, you know, you know, social media nowadays has a lot of people living in a fantasy world also, cause they'll see some, some huh. of the people that are making it and, and, uh, it, you know, the social media thing to me is it's good and bad because it's good because you get to share and you get to, you know, give the information and give the knowledge, but then it's bad because you have other people who aren't there yet and they start to get envious or they start to feel less qualified or they start to, you know, develop these limiting beliefs about themselves or doubt themselves because they're not there yet. Right. But I always like to ask this question to all my guests. So what is it, what does a typical day look like for you from the moment you wake up until the moment you lay your head down to rest? Like, do you have any specific habits or routines that you do on a daily oh, yes. basis to help you get out? I have a, definitely a routine. So yeah. we wake up at about 5.45 in the morning. Uh, myself and Bobby will get, uh, you know, sit down and do our morning to-do list of what is he going to take care of? What am I going to take care of? Um, and we both go work out. We uh, have a personal trainer that we've had for years. We always have a personal trainer. Um, because we always find it to be accountable for. So me and Bobby go work out at seven in the morning. Uh, we do an hour hard, hardcore workout, come back home, shower, head out to the office. And we are at the office sometimes until seven, eight o'clock at night. It, mm. you know, it varies. We are in the, we, our work is all day. We have like a full day of work. Um, then at night we kind of, come back home and try to spend as much time as we can with our kids and our grandkids, our grandkids mostly, um, so that we could get some family time, you know, try to not that, let that kind of disconnect because we work all day. Even though our kids work with us, we don't spend time with them. We're working. So yeah. everybody's in work mode during the day. We're not really sitting down and chit-chatting and seeing what's happening with each other's life. Uh, so we come back home, we'll do that. And then we go to sleep pretty early because we wake up early. So we're in bed, uh, especially Bobby more than me. Uh, Bobby's in bed like by 8.30, he's out. Me, I go about nine o'clock, 10, I'm down. Because again, we, we start our whole routine every day back in uh, you know, the right. next day. So we try to get at least eight hours sleep if we can so that we could be fresh because our workouts, especially our workouts, we're very big in working out and health-wise because uh, right. without that, we can't, have the life we have because if we're not healthy there's no way we could continue so the real wealth uh, is health right yep definitely a hundred percent so but yeah we're very routine 
uh, extremely routine uh, couple. We both have like a set routine every day. Um, and then when it comes on the weekends, believe it or not, Bobby works Saturday and Sunday from home, but he works, uh, as soon as he works, wakes up, he's working. Either we go take a look at the properties. I try to take a little bit more time on, on the weekends and try to do, go visit my family and try to go do a little fun stuff. Uh, Bobby doesn't care too much to do fun stuff. He's more about work, work, work. I have a little bit of a, I like to have a little balance on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I still work out though. We work out on Saturdays. So we do that. And then the rest of the day is kind of just, uh, if we do have something to do at the buildings, we'll go visit it. If not, it's all family time and fun. Awesome. Awesome. So as we get, as we get close to wrapping up, cause I know you, I know you have your whole, your rest of your day ahead of you and a lot of work to do. And again, thank you for taking the time out, but with everything that you've, that you've been through, Sophia, you know, from dropping out of high school and going through the process to where you are now and everything that you have going on with being a, 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 a an amazing wife and you guys have celebrated like 20, 29 years, married 30 together. 29 years married. Look at that, guys. That's amazing. Yes. So, you know, with, with even just, just keeping the marriage together, we know like that's like a whole nother topic that we can talk about another time. But just, you know, the work that takes just keeping a, a marriage and a family together is just, that's a full-time job in, in itself. But, it you know, with, with, with all of that that you've been through and that you have going on, how have you been able to develop that I won't stop until I win mindset? You know, luckily, uh, Bobby and myself both have been in the same page since the beginning. Um, and we had a, an interview the other day, myself and Bobby, about relationship and owning a business together. And um, from the start, Bobby had told me, hey, my, you know, I'm all about goals and dreams and wanting to get there. And I'm not really much about play. And if you're in that, we're together and let's take this journey on. And, um, you know, at the beginning, I was 18 years old when I met him. I did have goals. I wanted to own my own business. That was something that I already had done. But I didn't really have that hunger that Bobby had. So at the beginning, it was kind of difficult. Um, we broke up the first month we met because he wanted to have no fun um, at all. Business, 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 no fun. And then when, uh, you know, I turned, when I broke up, when we were like, I said, you know, what, what am I doing? I that's exactly what I want also. Um, so maybe what we could do is compromise a little bit and let's do this together. But, you know, we could have a little fun, but have goals and dreams and not let go focus of that. So we went back and um, we decided that we were going to be together on this journey and have businesses and run the business together from day one. And I don't know, we just grew together, you know, and it's, uh, it's a big part of compromising and being aligned with your partner, whether it's your business partner or your life partner. That's always, always about compromising and aligning together to get to the end results. You know, and it's hard. You're going to go through bumps and holes and stuff, but as long as you compromise and you're aligned and you have that same end goal and dream, it's, it's easy. I mean, um, you know, me and Bobby have gone financially ups and downs struggles with you know how to get there and having failures but overall we uh being in the same mindset has really made our relationship where it's at today and we luckily have been super happy uh we love each other still which is super important 
Um, and it's been great. I mean, it's, you know, people out there always ask us, how do you guys live together, work together, work out together, <laughs> do your fun stuff together? But, you know, our mindsets and our goals, I believe, is what always keeps us, you know, strong. I love that. You know, I, and I relate to you so much because my wife and I are the same way. You know, we just celebrated our 12th year um, anniversary in July. We've been together for 19 years. Awesome. We've been 12 years married. Uh, but, it, you know, it just, I relate to you guys so much. You guys are just so super awesome, cool, you know, individuals. Um, but one of the things um, I like that you said was that, you know, and I always say this, you know, powerful things happen when you're in alignment with your assignment. And when you're in alignment with your, with your spouse and, you know, your, you know, your kids are working with the fam, you know, with the business now and growing and then expanding and doing their own thing as well. It's like powerful things really do happen when you're in alignment with your assignment. But I, um, like I said, I know that you got to run and we're going to wrap this up. So one last question, because this is going to go out to for you, but you're going to answer this for our listeners, because what I want you, what I want to ask you, Sophia, is what would you tell that one person that's listening right now that maybe they dropped out of high school or, you know, maybe they had a, a kid early or, you know, whatever the case may be, that one person that's listening right now that may be going through something tough or, or, or challenging, what, what's that one piece of advice that you would give them to keep on going and keep winning in life? I think you always have to set a goal. You have to have some sort of dream and don't allow you not to have one just because you're having a bad situation wow. um you're coming from a bad family you have no money you have a kid you have a bad spouse um don't let no one interrupt your dreams wow. your goals keep going and guys i you know i know that you're gonna say oh but you already made it no but remember i started from ground zero That's right. and just take baby steps at a time. Those baby steps will lead you to the next step. And then you get to the next step. So try to have small goals. And trust me, once you get to that first small goal, it's so much easier to get to the next one. Mm. So don't allow anyone to stop you from getting to your goals and your dreams. And especially women, I'm telling you, ladies, you know, don't allow that thing that, oh, men are the ones that have to bring the bread home. Oh, my God, the men is the one that has to, you know, be the, the main person in the house or he's the only one that could do a business. No, that is not true, ladies, at all. I got so lucky to have a spouse that's always encouraged me to be a leader, to be an entrepreneur and to do what I wanted to do. I've been blessed. But don't allow no one, no one, not your family, not a friend, not a coworker, not no one. Do what you want to do and always set a goal. Even if you don't have one, sit down, really dig deep inside of you and really search for something that you want to do, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Me was multi, um, you know, me was real estate. I always loved real estate. So I was able to you know, go into that road of real estate and create an empire that I have today. But I didn't have it and I had no knowledge of it, guys. Zero money, zero knowledge. And look where I'm at today. So you could do it. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Sophia. Listen, if there's somebody out there listening that wants to know more about you, that wants to connect with you, you know, can let them know where they can find you on social media or if there's a website or anything that they might want to, you know, reach out to you for that mentorship that you're going to be starting next year. Yes. Well, actually today my Instagram is going to launch and it's going to be official Sophia Castro. So you could find me there and eventually my website will be opened also, which is going to be sophiacastro.com. But Instagram will be the first one. So at official Sophia Castro. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there you have it, guys. The, the, the one and only Sophia Castro. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I appreciate you. Keep on doing amazing things. And guys, listen, I hope that you got some value today. I'm pretty sure that you did because she dropped a whole bunch of value bombs on you guys. So I hope you took notes. And listen, until next week, make sure that you don't stop until you win. And thanks for hanging out with us. Take care and God bless. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires360.com, where you'll see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win.